I'm Ashley Keenan and you're listening to Every Mum, the podcast, now in its 10th season and supported by Water Wipes, the number one baby wipe in Ireland, made with simply two ingredients and nothing else. When I had my daughter, I wanted something I could trust to use on her skin and Water Wipes were and still are the one. I once made the mistake of trying a different brand. Never again. I didn't realise just how much of a difference there could be between two fairly similar brands, but it was huge. My daughter is now two, and I still panic if I don't have at least one pack of water wipes within line of sight. With that in mind, I'm happy to say this season is supported by that most essential of products for every mum, water wipes. Winners of seven National Parenting Product Awards 2022, including Best Baby Wipes, they are ideal for delicate newborn skin. Together, we are committed to providing more support for parents with trusted products and this podcast. Hello and welcome back to Every Mum the Podcast. This is the last episode of season 10. I'm your host, Ashlyn Keenan, and this week's guest is the sparkling and hilarious Ashlyn Kearns, who you might be more familiar with as the Irish Mammy TikTok star. She's made us all laugh for the past few years with her sketches about Irish mammies. And now she's pregnant with her first child. And so we'll be kicking that Irish Mammy role up a notch in a few months time. We talk about how she got pregnant, the very relaxed approach that she has to delivery, her choice to practice hypnobirthing and how she is well aware that plans can change. This is such a podcast cliche, but I genuinely could have kept talking to Ashling for hours. She's got just this fascinating approach to connecting her body and her mind that she learned when she was in dance college and acting college, which I just found so interesting. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. But while I'm here, I just want to say thank you so much for making season 10, my first season as host, so wonderful. Thank you for listening each week and for messaging me such kind words. And hopefully you'll all join me again soon for season 11. So Ashlyn Kearns, thank you so much for joining me on the Every Mum podcast. I really, really appreciate your time. Um, how have you been lately? <laughs> Good. I, I'm very lucky. I have had a very easy pregnancy so far. Like, mm. re- like you know, there's been moments of like, you know, there was a couple of weeks where I had a lot of headaches and that, but not consistent like sickness or feeling unwell, like fairly good which is great thanks so just to catch anyone up who hasn't seen maybe your tiktok or on instagram or anything you are currently pregnant is this your first child this is yes and is it your first pregnancy yes it is okay so you are and you're deliberately I love this um you're deliberately not saying how many weeks you are tell us why yes <laughs> well I suppose like I'm I'm comfortable telling uh close family and friends but 
not the world because mm. I think I think there's so much pressure on due dates and yes. like like the minute it goes over it it's like oh god like you know you could go any minute like and you don't know when you're going to go and my experience of other women because I've lots of family members that um are pregnant and have kids and David's family especially has uh they're all having babies and stuff like that. So I'm seeing that a lot. And it's just, I I can imagine it's enough having friends and family be like, oh God, you're nearly there or whatever, yeah, yeah, or another yeah. week or, yeah. oh, you're a week over or whatever. So I didn't really want the world knowing exactly yes. when I'm due. So yeah, that- and it's, it's so, it's so true because the closer you get to the end, I mean, you're already exhausted. You're already fed up. The last thing you need is to be answering a million comments being like, no, it's, you know, and and you're right when you say it, it it could happen at any, like it literally could happen at any time. So, and then like, you know, there's like, like inductions of being induced or whatever and all of that. And like, I'm sure that that is a nerve wracking thing anyways for a woman. Okay, yeah. And so then yeah. like it's people feel comfortable to ask you questions. So I'm sure if I was getting loads of mess, say if I did go over and I had loads of people then being like, oh, so are you going to get juiced? Whatever, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. a short period of time that I feel like it would just be a bit too much. So, yeah, that's yeah. why I just kept it myself. But I'm in around the mid mark that's what I'll say <laughs> in and around there without giving too much away yeah. <laughs> now so in terms of um just to kind of rewind like I was thinking like you're you're like the Irish mammy on TikTok or on Instagram and I love watching your your videos and I just think they are so spot on like I have literally had the exact interactions with my own mother with other Irish mammies I probably I probably now as a mother do them with my daughter and they're so so spot on so you're now going to be an actual mammy which is just you know it's a whole new uh layer to your life but with the whole Instagram and TikTok thing kind of how did that start for you and like what what were you doing and you know like is it full-time now for you or what's the kind of story there yeah, so I finished my two-year full-time acting course in the Gaiety, and that was in 20, 2019. I finished that in June, and I was very lucky to start working straight away. So I was in Darklands television series, and then I was cast in a play called Asking For It, and then another play called The Lieutenant straight away, and then COVID hit, and it was like, boom, everything ended. So a couple of months into that, I had been so creative, obviously, because I was immersed in work that I was kind of saying to myself, I feel like I'm going to lose my creativity that I have at the minute. So and I'd seen a lot of people succeeding with sketches and stuff like that and it doing well. So I just went, oh, I just got to go for this. And um, I suppose where the kind of idea came from, I'd always been a big fan of someone say like, Pat Short, who would do sketches on these people. And I always found it really funny because I knew the people he was taking the piss out of or, yeah, you know, yeah, impersonating, yeah, yeah. you know, like yeah, I knew yeah. them. They weren't 
these characters in a made up world, they were actually these people just emphasized, like, you know. Yes. Yeah. So I suppose that's like, I, I don't remember myself actually being like, Irish mammy that's a good one I yes, just kind yeah. of because people always say as well like oh is that the way your mammy is and I'm like my mom's actually not really like that <laughs> she would have been like you know there's parts of it that are her but it's it's kind of um a, a certain generation I think of women mm. and uh mothers and how they behaved and like I would have friends parents and and aunties and stuff that were like that so yeah. It took yeah. off from there, really. Yeah. And then I was very well, lucky I, that I did do well. I think you'd be surprised, though, like when you say your mom is not like that. Like I initially I was like, no, my mom's not like that. But then the more you listen to her, the more you're like, you know, they all have a telephone voice and they yeah. all have a, a yeah. voice that when, you know, when they're speaking to the doctor or when they're speaking yeah. to the, you know, like they all have this. Yes. This so thing. Like <laughs> it's so mad. Like, and that, I don't think that's just, you know, the okay. Like that's every mother, like, yeah. you know. There's, there's a um, psychology behind it. I'd say that's very interesting. The like yes. persona that comes on around other people, like, you know, yes. behaving a certain way, like, you know, and totally. all that. I think one thing that's very universal, well, Irish say that people, recognize it is the kind of oh, how you give it up like you know yeah. if you're acting up like yeah. it's to the yeah. side where it's like every mother knows that their child like is does not behave well all the time like it's yeah, yeah. I don't know why you know it's interesting that they would have like hid that and like you know they're like oh I don't mm. have to do that my child's an angel kind of thing. yeah totally and but then yeah. there's parallels as well like do you know the way you have your or Irish mommies have their like their voice for the doctor or their voice for the visit to the next door neighbor or whatever. And then they have their kind of in the house voice or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of like, it reminds me of the good room and then the normal sitting room. Do you know what I mean? There's like this, there's this facade that we want to put in yeah. there when we have, when we have fancy guests and then there's yeah. the, the real side yeah. of it, you know? Yeah. The good so, cutlery, the good, like, exactly, all that exactly. kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or and like your good clothes. The, yeah. Or the cleaning the house, like, you know, the house yeah. is immaculate and it's like, yeah, the house yeah, yeah. never looks like this. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I My find myself just like me. That. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, My husband just yeah. like me. He said to me the other day, which I thought was hilarious so there was, um, there's a little box at the back door where we keep the dogs bits and pieces uh like a towel to dry our feet and stuff and there's a pair of his shoes in there and he just kicks them off when he comes in and leaves them there and I said to him one, I said to him last, last week I said um I have a bone to pick with you and he said oh it's the shoes at the door isn't it and I was like I was like actually it isn't but now that you mention it and he went look I'm so sorry I know they're customer facing and I shouldn't have done that and I was like the fact that he said customer facing, like he knows, he's like, yeah, we don't, we can't live like this in case someone was to see. Yeah, yeah I know. It's gas, but I did that myself too. Like Dave always says, like, Jesus, we should have people over, over um, more often because the way I clean the house. Like, clean, yeah. But it's it's mad, those kind of things that, which I'm excited for when I start parenting is mm. realizing the kind, the, the elements that I do take from my mom. Yeah. Like, you know, and like I yes. see myself doing certain things that like I never understood as a child. Like, you know, yes. like, why do I have to clean my room? They're not going to be in my room. And it's like, yes. I just want the whole house to be tidy. Okay. Yeah. Everywhere. Disgusting. <laughs> Just in case they want to tour of the house, they've probably been in a thousand times. Yeah. And they're never oh. going to be like, can I go into the bedroom down the back of the never, hall there? Never. Like, yeah. No, but yeah. It's, it, you're totally right. And, and like, 
hearing hearing yourself, I think I can safely predict that at some point you will hear your own mother when you're talking to your child because it has happened to me and trust me, it has scared the bejesus <laughs> out of me because it's such a it's such a shocking thing to hear, you know, something that your your parent would have said. But anyway, so in terms of like obviously, okay, so you you finished your acting course and then you went in to kind of keep your creativity flowing. Was there one particular uh sketch or video that catapulted you kind of like as in did, was there one that went really viral um, um that kind of started it all and then it took off from there no do you know what it was it was support from people that had a big following who shared okay. my videos that's what it was okay. and I'll never forget um Kaylee MUA do you know Kaylee oh, yeah, Kay- yeah 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 Kaylee uh, shared and she has a huge following she shared mm-hmm. one of my videos and like it was just insane after that, because once she had shared it, then it opened up to a whole other audience of different influencers with followings and stuff like that. And then the ball mm-hmm. just rolled. And also I had a lot of time and I was very committed to it at the time. So I was posting quite often. Like I was, mm-hmm. I think I'd said to myself, minimum three videos a week. Like that's what I wanted to mm-hmm. do. And like, then the ball just rolled with it. But then you know, COVID started to end and I started to work again. But I'd Mm -hmm. always said to myself that my sketches and stuff were something that I could do on my spare time and share that with people. But my career is acting and would always be my priority when it came to Mm -hmm. work. Like, you know, so Mm -hmm. it's it's been interesting because I as time goes on, finding the balance with it. And, you know, I, I had a great year last year for work, but this year has been quieter. So this year I was kind of going, right, I need to put more time and effort into my uh, Instagram, my sketches and stuff like that. But um, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's an interesting dynamic. And then algorithms and like, oh, it just <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like the more effort I put into it, the less it it it, it, it even is working back in my yeah. favor. Like, you know, yeah, which is yeah. crazy because at yeah. the beginning I was really just kind of throwing all this stuff out and it just was doing well like you know yeah, I think yeah. and some sketches that I've done that have taken me literally 10 minutes to record yes. have been some of the best like you know which yeah, I think yeah. I know a lot of a lot of uh sketch people who do sketches online say the same I remember Carl Mullen, Mullen saying actually his um sketch the Aer Lingus one the first one he yes. did the Aer Lingus of Ryanair landing he said he recorded yes. that in five minutes and it was went viral like you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's, sometimes yeah. that some I find that the case though because from an audience perspective because obviously I don't do sketches or anything like that so looking at them from my perspective you can kind of sense when it was just off the cuff and yeah. you know just genuine good humor rather than overthinking it kind of yeah, in a way exactly you know? absolutely so in terms of your work then how have you kind of any plan for when the baby arrives and what's that going to look like for you in terms of maternity leave and then you know how are you going to try and work that with your work yeah so at the minute obviously I'm self-employed so that's Mm -hmm. work that I do through Instagram or TikTok um yeah again like I said like it like there it 
acting ebbs and flows anyways, but mm-hmm. <laughs> being pregnant and having a bump is kind of like going to stop me from getting some jobs, you know? Yes, of course. Yeah. It, it, like that's just the way it goes. But also, you know, like again, seeing like, like my sister had a baby a long time ago, but my David's uh, family, the sister-in-laws and his sister have had babies recently and seeing how long they want to spend with their baby before they go back to work and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think that like, like, I'd like to go back to work probably at the end of the summer next year. But then again, I'm like, I might not want to, like I might, because I'm lucky that David has a secure job that he can support us in and I can keep doing my self-employed work on uh, mm-hmm. online. But um, I, I don't know. I That's what I had had in my mind, but, but I don't know because I might. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely love motherhood and just want to work as a mother, like, you know. Totally. And that's and that's the way, like I actually think that's kind of refreshing to hear because I I know for me when I'm self-employed as well. And when I um, was pregnant, I had in my head, I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to full-time work after six months and I'm going to get childcare and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then once she was here, you know, it just didn't pan out that way. And it's not that I didn't want to go back to work. It's just that I felt she needed more of my time. And, mm. you know, especially because they're only that size once and you don't yes. want to like literally blink and you'll miss it. So I, yeah. I didn't, I mean, I was very, um, I kind of naive, I suppose, during pregnancy in the sense that I didn't know what was ahead. So, um, but it's great that you're saying you're, you're flexible. You kind of don't really have a plan because then, you know, yeah. I kind of felt like I put pressure on myself in a way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I think that, I think that it's, I think that we're kind of gone away of like, like women and feminism and like, no, we can work and we're going to go back to work and we're going to do that. And like, that's the, that's the way to be now. It's like, yeah, you're mm-hmm. going to go straight back to work. Like, you know, and that kind of like, which is great, which isn't, if you, if that's what you feel like you want to do super fly ahead. But also, I think that there's less of the kind of you don't need to go back to work because you are going to be doing another job. Like, you know, you are yes. you are taking on another job. Like, you know, it's not like you're sitting at home, like <laughs> just stay around and do nothing. Like, you know, like you are taking on another job. But if yes. that's what feels right. But then again, you know, it could change. I could get offered mm-hmm. a part in in a big series that's filming for you know, three months and I could decide I want to do that. Like, you know, it's it's all up in the air, but I, I, I am very aware of how lucky I am to be in a position where I can be like that. Because I know for mm-hmm. a lot of women, that's not an option that they have to yeah. go back to work or whatever, yeah. but I'm very lucky. That I, am. I, I find it, I found it, I should say. I mean, I suppose I still find it. I find it difficult as someone who's self-employed, like, again, like you said, um, but your partner they've a stable, secure job that, that you know, that, that they can pick up the slack when you're not working or whatever. I, I'm the same, but mm. I found that the reason I think in my head, I, I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to go back after six months is because I'm, I've been so used to supporting myself and, mm. and, and paying my way. And I, that's, I think that's ingrained in me from that kind of, you can do it all mentality, yes. which, which it turns out I, I couldn't, you know, no, I couldn't yeah. do it all. Um, and I don't think I really don't think without a significant amount of support, anyone can no, yeah. do it all in that sense, you know. Um, so I, I remember just to say, yeah. I, I remember getting this piece of, of advice when I was in dance college because I was in UL for four years before I went to acting college. 
And I remember one day, for about a month leading in my fourth year, I just was dreading going into college. I felt so exhausted. Everyone else seemed to be flying it and I wasn't. And I went in and I just bawled my eyes out and I sent up to one of the teacher's office and one of the teachers in the college. And she she said to me, everyone has a different 100%. And I don't know if this is like a thing that everyone, but it clicked something in me. And she was like, because one of the girls in my year was sleeping on four hours and she was fine and flying it and no bother. And I was like, I need eight. And I was like, I'm yeah. getting eight. Like, you know, and I was really struggling. She just said, everyone has a different 100% and you're giving your 100%. So stop trying to give more than you actually have because that's all you have. And it was something that really stuck with me. And I use it in all of life with everything because yeah. I, I I was obviously comparing myself to someone else. And I hope that's something that I do bring in to motherhood as well as that. Well, I'm giving my 100% and now I need the support of others. And there are some women that are doing it without and some that are doing it with more, you know, and just, mm-hmm. yeah. I just yeah. it, I thought it was really good advice to get and to it bring into my life. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that that notion of being, you know, taking support, I think um I, you know, you can struggle with that a bit, like as in you kind of want to do things yourself and you want mm. to be able to be independent with it and whatever. But one thing that I certainly found immediately after birth, definitely, but you know, my daughter's two and a bit now, and I still I still find myself having to lean on as many people as I possibly can lean on Mm. for bits of support here and there. Like right now, my mother-in-law has my daughter so I can do this. And you know what I mean? You really do kind of have to be open to that support. So it sounds like... It sounds like you are, and I love that for you. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm very. You'll need it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now it's 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 going to be interesting because we live in Dublin and we don't have any family up here, but like we're so close to home, and like I know that like if I ask my mom to come stay with me for a short while, like that she will like and have no mm-hmm. problem doing that. But we have loads of family down home who have kids and who are all experiencing that, and even just to chat with them, like I feel like I'm in a really good place even in my pregnancy in Mm. prep and stuff like that because I have so many people to talk to and and close people to talk to because I can I'm obviously reading and seeing things on the internet all the time but there's a lot of information whereas I talk to an actual mother with actual experience who's actually done it and will be real with you (laughs) you know yes yeah that that's great like you know so Mm. I have that support and I and they're very supportive as well which is just I'm very lucky to have that too yeah this podcast is just one way that every mum supports you another amazing way is our free gift bag packed full of essentials for you and baby including free samples of water wipes the number one baby wipe in Ireland to receive yours register now on everymum.ie there's a free gift bag there waiting for every mum have you any kind of you, you seem like you're very kind of easy breezy what will be will be do you have any kind of hopes or plans or not plans preferences for birth and delivery and that kind of thing or are you just kind of because you know have you done like hypnobirthing or have you anything in your mind that you know you might like to do or might like it to go a certain way yeah well I am booked into hypnobirthing so I will be doing right. hypnobirth- okay. a hypnobirthing course myself and Dave in August which I'm really excited for because I think you know, like because I did a degree in dance, that was four years of body focused work, like, you know, mm-hmm. so and it, that included a lot of 
yoga practicing mindfulness breathing like you know being connected and then going into acting that was kind of connecting the two the the brain and the body and feeling all of that so I would say I'm quite I'm, I'm that sort of person as it is and I I find it easy to, to tap into my body and you know I, I I would have done with my therapist CBT you know so lots of like working on breathing and controlling the mind and kind of quietening thoughts down and mm -hmm. that kind of thing so I'd be really that kind of way anyway so my my plan is I, I'm planning for um no medicine so I'm trying to try and planning for that but I've always said if I turn around I'm like give me the fuck <laughs> right now I will because I have no idea what it's going to be like but I'm going to plan yeah. and try everything and the tens machines and like you know I've done lots of research on my my plan but I'm really open to it not going the way it will go because that's also very likely that it won't yes. and that I could yeah. go I thought I could handle this pain but I can't you know or whatever yeah, yeah. or I could yeah. go the other way that I could be like you know I've put so much work into it and behind the scenes that when it does come to it that I am but again like you're right I'm saying that I'm fairly relaxed when it comes to that but I think I'm I'm the kind of person that likes to educate myself as much as I can and just have the knowledge and once I have the knowledge of it then I feel some sort of I don't like to say control because I don't think you will actually have I will have full control when it comes to my labor my body will be the one doing the talking but um yeah that's a, the kind of plan around it but like as I said like I'm in around the halfway mark now so I have a lot of time before that actually comes like you know mm -hmm. yeah, and then, yeah but yeah looking forward to doing the hypnobirthing though really excited yeah I did I did some I didn't do like a class hosted by a person because when I was pregnant it was like deep COVID I suppose so there was nowhere to go but I did do a hypnobirthing app and I found it to be really really good yeah uh, I didn't I ended up not getting to use it because I had to have a cesarean but it what well, I did find it really good and even this sounds strange but even after I had her mm. when I was in pain and you know she was brand new and I was feeling sore and whatever I found the hypnobirthing kind of came into play then weirdly yeah. because I, it, it was a way I put it on in the hospital and I was listening to it and it was a way to just take you down off the ledge yeah. a little bit you know which yeah, doesn't well, always work but I use like I because I would use breathing for say any sort of like I had the coil for eight years eight years right. I had the coil for so it was, it was three year one Jadis so it just mm -hmm. had come in this one that was suitable for women that hadn't had babies so it was for three years every time and like it's an uncomfortable experience getting it put in like that's what I would say because I, I talk about it on my on my Instagram and I have a highlight up there about it but um it was uh, it's obviously not a pleasant experience having it in, but it's quick that's why I say but I would use my breathing and I found that nearly every time. So I would just kind of go in and I would lie down and I'd rather not talk. I know the doctors try to use the like, let's chat about your life and you won't then feel anything. <laughs> like, That's happening to me. I try to breathe. So I would just breathe or whatever. And then they would go, are you all right, Ashley? Are you OK? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm just breathing. But I would find breath helped me massively, you know, even when I would get my smears done, the same thing. I would just lie down and focus on the breath and count my breath. And it always helped me get through it, you know, a lot easier than 
tensing or, you know, focusing on the pain or anything like that, just trying to relax the body and breathing. So it would make sense that I would do hypnobirthing for labor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Your route to pregnancy, was that kind of straightforward enough or did you have a plan or did you go through any IVF or anything like that or was it just... No, again, very lucky that myself and David have have great fertility because it was <laughs> it was quick. <laughs> but it's so weird because I think that, you know, like again, when we were talking about the kind of like women and women, you don't need to get pregnant until you're, you know, live your life and then have babies. I I felt like I wanted babies for the last probably about two years. Like, you know, I would like since I've gotten pregnant, it hasn't felt it's felt so right. Like, you know, and there's I'm very lucky again. I've never had a moment of being like, oh, geez. But of course, there's a like, oh, Jesus, there's an actual baby going to come at the end of this. <laughs> but, you know, like it, it just always felt so for two years, I'd say it always kind of was something that I was, I really felt like I was ready to do and wanted and um, so we just had a conversation about it and David's like a cucumber. I always describe him as cucumber. He's just really relaxed. Like, and I'm like, what? <laughs> he's just like, it's grand. So we, we both said, yeah. And I got my coil out and within the month I was pregnant. So yeah. literally it was like, bang. Like even You're- when I went, yeah, straight away. And when I went to the doctor for the first uh, scan, she was like, so what was your last period? And she's like, and when did you get the coil out? And I was like, like then. She was like, wow, this is very <laughs> quick, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> so yeah, well, we were very lucky. That is, yeah, it's incredibly lucky. And also like, because you know the way you spend your whole life on contraception trying not to be pregnant. And yeah. then when you decide to get pregnant, like I remember saying I, the first month that my husband and I tried, I was like, oh yeah, that's it now. Done, definitely pregnant, has yeah. to be. Because you're so like all through my, you know, late teens and all through my twenties, I was convinced I was like, it must be startlingly easy to get pregnant because Ooh. we are all so determined yes. to, on contraception not to get pregnant when we don't want to be pregnant. Ooh. And then, so you just assume I had this assumption in my head that once we wanted one, wanted, yeah. wanted to have a baby, it would just happen and yeah. it didn't and it took it took a while and it took you know months and and peeing on sticks and all sorts of things mm. so it, it is lucky in a set you know it does kind of come down to luck and that sounds silly because it's like biological but in a way there's such a small window yeah where you yeah. where you can conceive which I didn't know you know it, and it was also crazy because like I didn't know that you have to wait for the HCG to come in your body before you'll even test positive. So like, yes. I was like the day after. I was like, right. <laughs> I was like, not negative. And then I obviously did the research. It was like, you know, like it's gonna take like two weeks or three <laughs> weeks for it to come up in your body. Like, yeah, yeah. But I this is, I know this is so different from anyone that had to work a long, it was a long mm. time before getting pregnant. Yeah. But yeah. even even after about two weeks, like I was doing tests and I started to see feel myself going a bit insane like and I was like Ashing, like this could take a very long time like you know you can't be putting yourself under this pressure like and I was like even having that kind of attitude it's not going to work in your favor and stuff like that yes. so I yeah. I just did then kind of let go and then 
we had been testing together and then he went to work one day and I was like, ah, I just take another one. <laughs> like the actual video, like I posted snippets online of telling people and me finding out and stuff like that. But the actual video, I'm like, <laughs> like, oh my god that's actually two lines like it was just crazy like yeah, such yeah, a, yeah. I couldn't believe you know, it it was the same uh, like I was the same I was I started out very like thinking oh this is going to be great and fine and mm. it happens straight away and then when it didn't in spite of the fact that I wasn't like not that I okay not that I wasn't you know pushed but as in I was like, I always had the um, attitude of if we're not pregnant this month, it's fine. It's fine. You know, Mm. you still do have that bit of kind of, you know, madness that creeps in. Yeah. And then the same as you, when the month I actually was pregnant, I wait, I don't know why I did this, but I I suspected I was feeling a bit funny and I suspected and I said, sure, look, I'll just take a test. And my husband had just gone to work. So it was like (laughs) eight o'clock in the morning. And I took a test and it was positive. And I was like, oh, my God. And I couldn't I wanted to tell him in person, you know, yeah. I, didn't want to, I did. And if I if I had a rang him and said, you have to come home, he would have obviously yeah, known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to sit and stew for the whole work day. And I was, rang David straight oh, away. Did I did, you, did yeah, you? I FaceTimed him. I was like this. And he was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I took a test. I went, it's positive. And I showed him the test because the tests we'd been taking before were the ones that say pregnant, not pregnant. Yes. And I showed him the two lines. David goes, is that a COVID test? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm ringing you over the moon that I'm positive with COVID. I was like, no, it's a pregnancy <laughs> test, David. But um, yeah, no, I couldn't it, wait. <laughs> you waited to have a lovely moment together with your partner. I was just like, I can't wait. I couldn't. And the funny thing is like, when he came in, I had done two. So I had, I actually had one with the lines and one with the words. Because yeah. I wanted to get one with the words to to really drill it yes. home to me that I was. So yeah. I ended up at the one with the words. So I had the two of them and I, he came in from work and I didn't even, I couldn't, I couldn't articulate it. So I just handed him the two tests and I went, there you go. And he was like, <laughs> and he was like, what's this? I was like, look at them. And he looked and obviously they were positive. And I don't, th- I actually, you'd think in your head it's going to be a lovely moment, but I think yeah. both of us were just like, what the fuck yes. is happening? You see videos on TikTok and they're like, yeah. oh my God, and they're hugging <laughs> each other. And they were just like, Jesus, like even the, I have a video of me and David and David was like, yeah, that's definitely two lines, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the two of us were just like, what? Because just, I, yeah. Didn't, yeah, I didn't feel pregnant, you see. That was the thing. Okay. Like, and because I didn't have, any symptoms like this was this actually was scared me like I was really I was very anxious the first 12 weeks like because Mm -hmm. I because I didn't feel anything and I was like like I don't feel sick like I don't have any of the car the you know what you're supposed the the typical things yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and this kind of thing and I was like you know so it was really anxious time for Mm. me so when we found out like I was kind of like like it wasn't real at all in my head and you're not showing and you can't feel anything you know so yeah it did feel really like that, you know, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah, when we finally got the scan, then I was like, oh, okay, no, it's real. <laughs> oh, there's a, oh, there's there's a, a baby in, in there. there. Yeah, like, <laughs> and luckily, David's auntie is a sonographer, so we actually had gone to her 
at 10 weeks she said she'd okay in to do a 10 week scan brilliant and like so then when we got to see it it was just like oh my god there's an actual human there like you know so it's crazy yeah and it's wild because even like I'm thinking back to my first scan which I think was at I had a really early scan I think I because I was having serious symptoms Mm. um like I was real real sick so my consultant had me in I think I I was scanned at nine weeks so it was it it was barely a baby it was just a little squiggle on a screen yeah yeah but uh my husband couldn't come in because of COVID obviously and so it was very like I can't describe it It was so abstract you know because he wasn't there I couldn't see what anything that resembled a baby so it was kind of it was a funny it did feel very surreal and it took me a really long time to accept that yeah. there was a baby in there and that's what was kind of happening you know yeah and um, yeah. in terms of hopes and fears and that kind of thing for for delivery and for when you have the baby new and all that kind of stuff have you anything that's kind of playing on your mind um in terms of the immediate aftermath I was going to say but you know right after birth <laughs> yeah the aftermath um uh, like not really because I think something that I've realized one especially after not having any symptoms in the first 12 weeks and being so anxious and stuff like that I was comparing myself and then I started to realize that every woman is different and everyone's experience is so different you know and all of them are fine like you know all of them are just different and that's fine and I think that's the same with motherhood and having the baby labor delivery everyone like there's no there's no like guideline of this will happen then this will happen then this will happen you know it might not go that way like my sister had her baby in a half an hour like you know she literally was getting out of the car and she was like the baby's head's coming out right now like you know like that really quick and then I know like David's family members that were like nearly two days like you know Mm -hmm. like so like it's it's all so different so obviously I hope that I have a, a healthy and and not too long labor and delivery like everyone wants that but um again I know that it's all temporary and eventually mm-hmm. in the other side of it hopefully we'll have a, a mm-hmm. healthy baby but mm-hmm. um no just I suppose just that uh, I suppose I don't really have any kind of like I, I want to breastfeed uh, that's my plan is to breastfeed so I'd love that that worked for me again it's another thing it might not work for me like you know it yeah. does for some people, it does for others, some don't even choose to do it. That's fine, whatever. Like, you know, that's that would be something that I will hope works for me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like, but then again, like if it doesn't, it's fine. Like it's not the end of the world. Like, yeah, the main priority will be that the baby's is is being fed enough. Would it doesn't matter what will they're getting yeah. it, like, you yeah. know. Isn't so, that what they, they say that, don't they? A fed baby is a happy baby, and that's yeah, it could be couldn't be more true yeah. um it's it's taken all of my strength throughout this whole episode not to give you advice right and the there reason is. that I haven't <laughs> no the reason that I haven't is because in my experience and I know in the experience of lots of my pals and family members who've had babies recently there is so much unsolicited 
not unwelcome, but unsolicited advice mm. that you get given, particularly if you've got any sort of presence on Instagram or TikTok or anything like that. There are plenty of people that are that, that coming from a really, really good place mm. want to give you all this advice. But at the same time, I found it kind of it fills your head with like things that may or may not happen, things that happened one person and will never happen again or, mm. you know, and, and like you said, every every woman every pregnant person is different and every baby is different as well Mm. so although like there's so many pieces of advice that I want to give you but I feel like if unless you're asked yeah you know don't give advice how do you feel about that have you been getting lots of advice yeah like at the start we had some weird kind of I don't want to say confrontations, but conversations with people about telling people and when to tell people. And like that was the first kind of realization of, wow, people are going to tell me what to do. Like, you know, and like, yes. I don't know what the, but the minute I got pregnant, I was like, I'm actually the only one that knows what I'm going through. And you can all like say that you like, no, whatever, but you don't because I'm going through it and it's my experience of it. And you you couldn't know what it's like. So I became like that very quickly. So when I started to, I think it's when people say like phrase sentences like, oh, don't do this or, oh, you shouldn't do that or you should do this or, you know, only do this or la la la. Like, I think that's really telling. And it's kind of like, I know better than you do. And and in fact, they don't like, you know, because again, we're all different. So I think it's that way. Now, then again, like like I said, when I look for advice and stuff like that, like I go to people that I trust as well, but also they'll have different opinions on it, but they're close family members. So like, you know, I can happily take both of theirs, but both of them are going to, or any of them are going to give me advice it's going to be, but look, this is what happened for me. You know, it's not like, yes, oh, yeah. Ashling, don't try that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go near that. Like, you know, because yeah, that yeah. might work for me, but it worked Thank for you, you know. Yes, but yeah, yeah, when it comes to online, like, you know, from the get go, when I started, I was like, do not give me advice if I don't ask for it. Like, I will block you. <laughs> you know, I have no problem doing it. Like you know, I don't want to hear it. Like you know, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. and I, I think it's a it's a reminder. Like you know, because I also noticed when I got pregnant that uh, there might have been times that I would have said something to a pregnant woman of uh, like you know casually, not thinking like, oh Jesus, are you actually going to do that? Even that kind of a sentence, like, yes, you know, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're sending a seed of doubt towards them, like, you know, in their decisions. And I've found since being pregnant, every choice I make, I'm thinking about it because I'm thinking about, OK, well, I, I'm pregnant. Like, you know, I'm not thinking just Ashling. It's not just me anymore. Like, you know, so, mm-hmm. yeah, having having it's it's how it's said, I think. And it's yes, when it's yeah. asked for it. Grant, but I don't know if I'll ever get to a point of asking 72,000 people, what's their advice on that? Because I'll probably get way too much of it and then just be like, why did I ask that in it anyway? And, and you know what? Like, it's literally, you will get, if you ask 20 people, you'll get 10 people saying this is the best way and 10 people saying that is the worst possible way. So there's always, it's always going to be conflicting. It's always yeah. going to be like, there are, there are people, and, and it's funny because motherhood brings out the most 
passionate opinions in people like it really does when it whether it's breastfeeding whether it's mm. sleep training and my approach not just as the host of a parenting podcast but also as a parent as an observer of parents as someone who has lots of friends with babies I just approach it with a complete lack of judgment and mm. I think that's the best you know the best way anyone like if you're thinking about saying something to a, a, a pregnant person or someone who's about to become a parent for the first time come at it with a with a genuine lack of judgment about their decision and you'll be fine you know yeah. just remove that element because that's where you'll get into into trouble and yeah 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 because I like what pregnant woman ever enjoyed someone telling them what to do you know so <laughs> yeah. sometimes I think there's a, needed a reminder of when you were pregnant you didn't like this so don't yeah. give it on like that yeah. like you know yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I do find as well or I have found there's there's a bit of a generational um difference in terms of what people think is appropriate to say to someone and what isn't and mm. particularly um I, I found a lot of kind of what an an older maybe an older midwife or an older doctor or whatever might say is not necessarily current mm. advice does that make sense yeah like absolutely in, do you know what I mean like some of the things were a little bit kind of I found to be a little bit outdated in terms of how we live now and how I currently live as a as a parent you know like I remember one of the midwives in the hospital who were all absolute angels by the way mm. but I remember one of them saying to me um so and and how long are you taking maternity leave and I said well I work myself and you know every day that I'm not working is a day I'm not earning money so I'll probably have to mm. go back pretty quickly and it was coming from such a good place I know it was and she said oh you you know you'll feel different now in a, in a couple of weeks time and to be fair she wasn't wrong I did feel different but at the time I was like well don't make me feel guilty for yeah yeah do you know what I mean yeah I mean, it, it, because it wasn't coming from it was a it was oh well you'll feel different now because I didn't go back after you know and mm. I was like well that's that's your circumstance yeah 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 you know but it's, so. it's also like I've seen some mothers talk about like when people are like about their partner they're like isn't he great helping out <laughs> yeah he had the tis as well it's his child yeah. too you know like it's 50 50 year he's not yeah. helping yeah. out isn't he a yeah. great lad like taking care of his own child like, oh my god know? the bar Again. is on the floor yes yeah, for fathers really oh like, they're brilliant aren't they just like you know changed one nappy today yeah. you know whatever but it just it, i do see that i've seen it online as well of mother is saying like don't ever say like isn't your partner great for helping out or whatever because it's 50 50 like and it should yeah, be that way like be, you know yeah, it yeah, should yeah. be it should be now yeah. obviously with work and stuff like that it ebbs and flows with how much a parent can give on a certain day but it should yes. ever be like you know oh like isn't he just fantastic for being no. a father no like, this is no. the thing like if it's it's never it's never 50 50 like you said it yeah. ebbs and flows and there's there are days where you give more and they give less but then there are you know weeks where they give more and overall you give less or whatever but the thing is like Giving credit to a parent who has 50% of the genetic responsibility for a child just for doing what they're supposed to be doing. It doesn't, uh, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, no, I know. Again, it's that generational weird thing. I think obviously because 
in their time, it wasn't yes. the, the, the father's job. It wasn't job. the way. It wasn't course. the way, yeah. like, you know, so... Like you know, but you do. I think it's it has trickled through to some. Sorry, the the, the dogs are after waking up from their nap there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just it. It is interesting that different mm. generational way of looking at things or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's be. funny as well because I do, I I have never heard that phrase used in relation to same sex parents. I've yeah, never heard yeah. you know. Like yeah. it's it's such a heterosexual exclusive yes. thing, unfortunately, yes. because. Yeah. I've never heard, you know, two of my friends, like I've never heard one mother being like, oh, isn't she brilliant? No, she did. You know, I've n- I didn't hear it in that context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means I don't think I should hear it in, in a yeah, special relationship two, either. Yeah, or two guys. Or two dads. Like, you yeah, wouldn't hear yeah. that either. Like, it's no, just, no. I know, it's, 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 it's no. that backward Ireland way of thinking that needs to yes. just be, because if anyone says that to me, well listen you sound like you have such a relaxed attitude to the whole thing and and such a kind of I love that your your body is ready your mind is ready you're kind of you you obviously really wanted this and it's just such a lovely thing to see that you're open-minded and ready to take on what comes for you and I just think that's so lovely and I wish you the very very best of luck with the rest of your pregnancy and your delivery and of course the fourth trimester but I think maybe we should have you back on after maybe after the fourth trimester just to chat about the kind of after the birth and how you found the first few months and stuff because that is that's a whole new experience as well and mm. it's uh it'd be something I'd love to chat to you about yeah. so thank you so much thank Ashton you Curtis I'd like to just say on. before I go is yeah just to say that I'm well aware that I have opinions on things now but I'm also aware that they will change. Yes. <laughs> and in a yes. year like I, I'm so <laughs> delighted to have this because I'm hoping that in like down the line a couple of years trying like and listen back to it and it it because it will change you know and of like course, the things that I say now like I think that's that's something that people should give in mind keep in mind because I, I did have a few messages from people during my pregnancy when I talked about it and stuff I mean like it's only your first baby don't know on everything and I know that and I know that things will change and stuff like yeah. that and you know, it's all just part of it. But I'd love totally. to come back on again. Do I, I, I would love to have you. Like, well. <laughs> <laughs> and the baby will be on the podcast yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, and you're, I, I love that you said that your that your opinion will change. One of the things that I find um, online at the moment, especially, is that everything is very black and white. Mm. And if at one point you express an opinion about something, that opinion is yours to keep like as in people cannot hack it if you yeah. decide to change yeah. that viewpoint no 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 you can't educate no, no. yourself no 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 you said that two years ago now I know we are it's like calm down okay I'm growing I'm, yeah, I'm growing and learning and yeah. I'm growing a human okay yeah. chill out so look um yeah we'll definitely have you back on in that case um it would be super to talk to you after the delivery and hopefully it all goes really well for you and you have a very healthy little baby. Um, I'm delighted to have chatted to you, Ashling, and I'll hopefully speak to you soon. Thank you so much. Talk to you then. Thank you so much for listening and to Water Wipes, the number one baby wipe in Ireland, for their support. Their wipes are made with simply two ingredients, 99.9% water and a drop of fruit extract. And they are also plant-based and plastic-free.
If you enjoyed this conversation, subscribe, rate or leave a review. You can share this episode across social if you like and you can get in touch with the guest on social media and their handles will be in the show notes. 